Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hello, it's the Reading Bug, here to give a big shout-out to this season's sponsors. Sourcebooks, Penguin Random House Audio, and Scholastic. And a special thanks to everyone who has supported our work at Patreon.com. And to every one of you for listening. To become a patron and support next season's adventures and music, please visit Patreon.com slash ReadingBugAdventures. Hi, reader. Thanks for joining me on another Reading Bug Adventure today. I can't wait to get started. Can you? Every episode of Reading Bug Adventures is 100% original, written, performed, and produced by The Reading Bug, our independent bookstore in California. This adventure will, unfortunately, be the last one of our fifth season. But don't worry, there's still a part two coming next week, and we're already writing more episodes for our fall season, so we'll definitely be back. This season was a little shorter than usual due to the added complexity of creating and delivering our podcast while sheltering in place. But we had so much fun creating new episodes and loved hearing such nice things from all of you about this season's adventures. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks also to Zencaster, which we use to record all of this season's episodes from home, and to our friends at Resonate Recordings, who do such a great job with sound mixing and mastery for us. And of course, a huge thank you to all of our new patrons. Every bit of support from you is important, and it helps us to continue to create new Reading Bug Adventure episodes. A big thank you and hello to Theo and Little Bear in North Carolina, Anna, Margaret, and Vivian in San Francisco, PJ in Montana, Max in Pennsylvania, Emma in Portland, and Kaya in California, and to Ada and Milo, Emma and Max, Joseph and Andrew, and Kabir, and a very happy birthday to Vera. You're part of what makes the Reading Bug Adventures podcast possible. If you'd like to become a patron and support our work, visit patreon.com slash readingbugadventures. Finally, in addition to writing and recording songs and podcasts, our family owns and operates a children's bookstore. You can shop online for any book at thereadingbug.com or find care packages, gifts, and gift cards for every occasion. Or, if you'd like us to deliver a hand-picked selection of books every month that match any young reader's unique age, interest, and reading level, you can sign up for a subscription at readingbugbox.com. It's a perfectly personalized gift that brings that small independent bookstore feel and expertise right to your front doorstep. Okay, reader, I think it's time to get started on our adventure, don't you? Great. Then what are we waiting for? Let's fly! It's time for a Reading Bug Adventure. It's a Reading Bug Adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Reader, hi! I'm so glad you could join us on our next adventure together. I'm eager to get going, aren't you? But as usual, it looks like the reading bug is running late. She must be lost in another book. I wonder what she's reading about. Have you read any good books lately? Lauren, reader, I'm here, I'm here. I'm so sorry to be late, 
I was just caught up in a, a good, good book. book. I know, I know, Reading Bug. Don't worry, we've come to expect that you'll arrive a few minutes late to our adventures, haven't we, Reader? I may be a little late, but I just know you're going to love our adventure today. I was busy making sure I had all the right books with me to make our adventure truly memorable. If everything goes according to my plans today, this adventure could be one of the most incredible, most spectacular we've ever had. The most spectacular adventure ever? That does sound exciting. We've had some pretty amazing adventures together before. But Reading Bug, where are you going to be taking us? Oh, Lauren, what would be the fun in simply telling you? I'm afraid you're going to have to discover where we're going today all on your own. But I can give you a hint. Please do. Sure. Maybe you'll be able to guess after I tell you some of the books that I brought with me in my book bag today. Let's see. I've got Deep in the Ocean by Lucy Brunier, The Magic School Bus on the Ocean Floor by Bruce Deegan, Ocean Meets Sky by the Fan Brothers, and... Oh, those books are all about the ocean, Reading Bug. Another ocean adventure would be a lot of fun. But remember, we've already been on an ocean adventure before. We did promise our dolphin friends, Danny, Donnie, Denny, and Dora, that we'd come back for a visit, though. Wait, Lauren, those aren't the only books in my book bag. You didn't let me finish. I also have Peep the Cat and the Treasure Map by James Dean, Treasure Hunters by James Patterson and Chris Grabenstein, and... Oh, wow! <gasps> Treasure Hunters and Treasure Maps! Are we going on another pirate adventure? I'm not sure that would be spectacular. Our last pirate adventure was scary. No, no, no. Don't worry, Lauren. We aren't going on another pirate adventure. But we are going to be searching for some long-lost treasure. I've got one more book in here that I think is going to really help you guess. It's Looking for Atlantis by Colin Thompson. Atlantis, Lauren! We're going to Atlantis today. Can you believe it? Isn't that a great idea for an adventure? Atlantis? What's Atlantis? You haven't heard of the lost city of Atlantis? Lost city? How can a city be lost? The city of Atlantis was built thousands and thousands of years ago. A magnificent oceanside city. But one day, it just disappeared. And the really incredible thing is that no one knows exactly where it was located, and no one has ever found it. The oldest Greek legends describe Atlantis as being in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. But some people think that Atlantis never existed at all. That the story of Atlantis is just a made-up story. A myth. History, legend, or myth, truth, or fiction. Reading bug, this sounds exciting. But what makes you think we can find a city that may have never existed? And even if it did, no one knows where it was located. Well, that's the easy part, isn't it? And it's why this adventure is going to be so spectacular. With the help of our imaginations and all the books I brought with me, my magic book bag can take us anywhere, can't it? So, we just need to hop inside together, and we'll be whisked away to discover the long-lost city of Atlantis. But, Reading Bug, I thought we were going on a treasure hunt, not a trip to find a lost city. Lauren, that's the really exciting part of the trip. We'll be doing both! Adventurers and treasure hunters have been looking for the lost city of Atlantis for hundreds and hundreds of years, but they never, ever found it. When it disappeared, Atlantis was one of the richest, most incredible cities in the world. Or at least, that's what all the stories say. Treasure hunters seek Atlantis, not only for its cultural value, 
but also because they think they may find millions of dollars worth of gold and riches. Lauren, reader, if my book bag takes us to Atlantis today, we could be the ones discovering all that treasure. Millions of dollars in treasure? Yes, yes, yes! But then, why all the books about the ocean, Reading Bug? Atlantis is a city, right? Well, the books I've been reading say that Atlantis vanished into the ocean. Vanished into the ocean? Reading Bug, this adventure does sound pretty spectacular. You're right. But do you really think your book bag can find a city that no one has been able to locate for thousands of years, that may not even exist, and that, if it does exist, is sitting at the bottom of the ocean somewhere? 71% of the Earth is covered by oceans. Atlantis could be anywhere. And besides, oceans can be very dangerous. There are tidal waves, terrible storms, man-eating sharks, shipwrecks, and pirates, among other things to worry about. I'm beginning to have second thoughts about this adventure today. What do you think, reader? Lauren, reader, where's your sense of adventure? We've made it through all kinds of danger in our past adventures. Sure, but we've had a lot of close calls. Oh, I'm sure we'll be fine. And remember, we may find millions of dollars in hidden treasure, too. This could be one of the very best, most incredible, most important adventure we've had ever. What do you think, reader? Should we go? The life of a deep-sea treasure hunter does sound pretty exciting, doesn't it? And a chance, no matter how remote... To discover the long-lost city of Atlantis sounds spectacular. Okay, Reading Bug, we're in. But before we go, Reader, did you remember to bring your crayons and paper with you? Just like the illustrations in our favorite books, pictures are how we can remember and retell the story of our adventures together. And if we really do find Atlantis today, I'm sure you'll want to draw pictures of this amazing city. I'll play some music at the end of the adventure for us to listen to while we color. But you can draw anything you want at any time as we adventure together. And if you ever need more time, just press pause. Wonderful. I can't wait to see all the pictures you draw. Why don't we also get ourselves all stretched out and ready for today's adventure before we go? Adventuring is really hard work. And it's important that our bodies are energized and our muscles are activated before we get started, isn't it? Everybody stand up. Unless you're buckled into your car or tucked into your bed. And wiggle your fingers and toes. Are you wiggling? Great! Now, stretch your arms up high over your head. Perfect. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, now we're ready to go. Great work, everyone. Yeah, I feel awesome and ready for a special trip. So, what are we waiting for? Magic Book Bag, please take us to the Lost City of Atlantis for a discovery that's really gigantic. Keep us safe from danger, my friends here and me, as we hunt for lost treasure deep in the sea. Oh boy, I'm getting really excited about this adventure, aren't you, reader? And look, the magic book bag is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, big enough to fit us all inside. And there's lots of images swirling around in there, in what looks like a giant blue ocean. 
I see dolphins, whales, and octopuses, all swimming in the sea. And what's that enormous sea creature over there? <gasps> Looks like a whale, but it has a long tusk jutting out of its head like a unicorn. Lauren, that's a narwhal. You can read more about narwhals in Magic Treehouse, Narwhals and Other Whales. Wait, look! Lauren, reader, can you see that? Just behind the narwhal, it's a beautiful city deep in the ocean. Atlantis! Oh, yes. I do see it, Reading Bug. It has an enormous palace and a massive temple and great walls, and it looks like it's made out of gold. But no, that can't be. I also see a giant man with curly hair and a beard in that city. There's lots of people actually wearing tunics and jewelry, but underwater? No, it can't be. And there are all sorts of interesting new words floating around in there. Submersible, odontocete, sonar, portside, stern. Lauren, reader, are you ready to jump inside our book bag and begin our adventure? I'm still a little nervous, but I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Let's go. Okay, then. Hop three times with me, then into the book bag together. Ready? One hop. Two hops, three hops, and we're in! Let's jump inside our book bag. What will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag? Our trusty book bag. What will we learn about today? Whoa! Reading bug! We're climbing higher and higher into the sky, speeding over homes and highways. Schools and parks, farms and forests, cities, rivers, lakes, bridges, and they're getting smaller and smaller as we climb higher and higher. I thought we were heading into the ocean on today's adventure, but instead we're continuing to move skyward as the land below us zips by. And look, now all the land below us has disappeared, and the only thing I can see for miles and miles and miles is the deep blue of ocean water extending out to the horizon. If Atlantis is down there, somewhere, there sure is a lot of ocean for it to have disappeared into. I sure hope the book bag knows where we're going. I think it does, Lauren. Look, we're starting to descend downwards now, towards the ocean. Towards the ocean? But where are we going to land? There's no earth below us, only water. How will we be able to breathe? We don't have any scuba equipment. And we don't have any gills like fish do. I can't look. Hold on tight, everyone. And hold your breath. Did we land? I think so, yes. All the flashing lights and swirling pictures have stopped, and everything seems to be still. Still? But not wet. If we're not deep underwater, Reading Bug, then where are we? There's only one way to find out. Let's climb out of the book bag, and let's take a look around. Okay, but be careful. Last I saw, there was ocean everywhere. Follow me. Look, reader, we're on the deck of a large boat. It's a blue boat with a white cabin on top, above us. And it's not like any boat I've ever seen before. On the deck around us are several large cranes, like you might see on a building site, except these are attached to the boat. I wonder what they're here for. And look, on the side of the boat, the words, Fortune Hunter, are painted in big black letters. Well, that must be the name of the boat. 
Fortune Hunter sounds a lot better than Queen Anne's Revenge. That was the name of Blackbeard's pirate ship. Sure, but do you think Fortune Hunter could be a pirate ship too? Why else would it be all alone here out in the middle of the ocean? I don't think it's a pirate ship, Lauren. Remember how filthy everything was on Blackbeard's ship? Including the pirates? Everything on the ship seems very clean and well organized. And I don't hear any pirates either. Do you? Not pirates, but I do hear someone. Quick, let's hide behind this large yellow metal- Hey, you two, what are you doing here? How did you get on this ship? Oh no, reader, we've been spotted. If this is a pirate ship, I don't think we're going to be finding Atlantis today. Hey, answer me, would you? How did you get here? What are you doing, spying on us? No, 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 I'm sorry, we're just lost is all. My name is Lauren and this is the reading bug. And this is our reader friend. Please don't make us walk the plank. Walk the plank? Very funny. But lost? In the middle of the Atlantic Ocean? On a ship hundreds of miles from shore? Nice try. Come on, we're going to see the captain together. He'll get the truth out of you, one way or another. Follow me, up these stairs. One way or another? That doesn't sound very good, does it? But I guess we have no choice now. Let's go meet the captain. Come on, let's go. Captain Mel, I found these two stowaways and their bug friend on the aft deck, right next to the submersible. You are in such big trouble now. You think they might be spies trying to steal everything we've worked these last five years to discover? What should we do to them? Lock them up? Search them? Find out who they're working for? Reading bug, reader, I think we may be in big big trouble. <laughs> Lock them up? Search them? <laughs> Jamie, you're getting carried away. We may be sailing the seas, but we're not pirates. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't suggest I make them walk the plank. <laughs> oh, and look, they look scared too. Hey, 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 there's no need to be scared. I'm Captain Mel, and this is Jamie, and you're on board my ship, the Fortune Hunter. Don't worry, we're pretty friendly. Most of the time. Captain Mel? Jamie? Those don't sound like pirate names, do they, reader? I'm Lauren, and this is the Reading Bug, and this is our reader friend. I'm sorry we startled you. Trust me, we were as surprised as you were to find ourselves on your boat. I promise we're not spies. We traveled a really long way today in search of the lost city of Atlantis but we ended up here, on your boat instead. Atlantis? Yes. Atlantis? Yes, that's what I said. But, but how could you know? No. Know what? The sunken city of Atlantis. We've found it. Uh, at least we're pretty sure we have, but we've been keeping our discovery top secret so no one else gets there before we do. Who told you? No one told us, Captain. I promise. We're just here on an adventure. We adventure to all sorts of places together. We've been to Africa, Japan, Ireland. We've even been aboard Blackbeard's pirate ship, the Queen Anne's Revenge. And today, we're treasure hunters. And pretty good ones at that, it seems. I've been treasure hunting nearly my whole life, but you just happen to show up here on my ship on today of all days? Pretty incredible luck you've got. I guess there's nothing left for me to say, but 
Welcome aboard. <laughs> Here's to finding Atlantis together. If you want to be treasure hunters, there's no better ship to be aboard than the Fortune Hunter. Maybe I can teach you a thing or two before the day is done. Oh, wow, that would be incredible, Captain Mel. Thank you. You said you've been treasure hunting nearly your entire life? That's right. And my father and mother were treasure hunters before me. Taught me everything I know. Except, of course, technology these days is a whole lot different. And a whole lot better, too. We built this business together. Business? Can you really make a living hunting for lost treasures? Sure you can, Lauren. But it's not easy. You know, the Queen Anne's Revenge was found off the coast of North Carolina in 1996. Treasure hunters recovered pirate relics from the Queen Anne's Revenge that included cannons, an anchor, and a hilt that may have been Blackbeard's sword. They haven't found much gold or jewels yet, but they're still looking. More recently, in 2015, treasure hunters found a shipwrecked Spanish galleon, the San Jose, and uncovered millions of dollars in gold, silver, and emeralds. Well, we didn't make either of those discoveries, of course. My crew and I have been looking for the lost city of Atlantis. According to legend, the city was built by Poseidon, the Greek god who ruled over the seas, to honor his wife, Cleta. He built a palace trimmed with brass and a temple with pinnacles of silver that was surrounded by a wall of glimmering gold. If the legends are right, there's a lot of treasure waiting under the sea for whoever finds Atlantis first. Can you tell us more about how and why the city of Atlantis sank into the ocean? Yes, of course I can. <laughs> Centuries ago, in honor of his queen, Poseidon built a city like no one's ever seen, full of riches, wealth, and full of magic. He created the magnificent city of Atlantis. He paved the streets with bricks of gold and cast a spell that no one would grow old. And he sang, If I had one wish that would make me carefree, I'd spread kindness across the land and over the sea. It makes people feel good to see a smile, not frown. Simple acts of kindness feel good when you are down, so be kind. Rewind, you'll find it's easy to be a friend. Who cares? But Atlantis also placed a curse upon his town that if his rules were broken, he'd bring Atlantis crumbling down. And to the people of Atlantis, Poseidon gave three rules. One, don't trade friendship for greed for wealth or jewels. Two, study hard, use your hearts and use your minds. And three, love each other and you'll be loved in kind. And he sang, cherish one another and always be kind. Lead with your heart and think with your mind. Find some solutions where you can agree. Make room in the world where we can all be. So be nice, think twice, there's no price. For kindness, just spread some love around. But it wasn't as easy as Poseidon had imagined. And the wealth of Atlantis caused people's hearts to blacken. They stopped being kind and were no longer polite. And before too long, the people began to fight. 
Neighbor turned on neighbor, and kindness turned to greed. And nobody would listen to what Poseidon had decreed. He yelled, whenever you're in doubt, recall the golden rule, and do unto others as you'd have them do to you. Don't speak out in anger, take a breath and start again. To love and understand is what it takes to be a friend, so be kind. Rewind, you'll find it's easy to be a friend who cares. But the people wouldn't listen. They kept breaking Poseidon's rules and arguing and fighting over gold and gems and jewels. But even though his people had gone from bad to worse, Poseidon loved them dearly. So he softened Atlantis's curse. And instead of crashing the majestic city to the ground, he sunk it in the ocean where it would never again be found, singing, cherish one another and always be kind. Lead with your heart and think with your mind. Find some solutions where you can agree. Make room in the world where we can all be. So be nice. Be nice. Think twice. Think twice. There's no price. There's no price for, for kindness. Just spread. Just spread. Some love. Some love around. around. So be kind. Be kind. Rewind. Rewind. You'll find. You'll find. It's easy to be. To be. A friend. A friend. Who, who cares? cares. So be nice. Be nice. Think twice. Think twice. There's no price. There's no price for, for kindness. Just spread. Just spread. Some love. Some love. All around. Wow, that is some story, Captain Mel. If Atlantis really did fall into the sea, I wonder what happened to all the people who were living there. Well, that's what we're going to find out today. Legend says they turned to mer people and continued living in their sunken city. Poseidon loved the people of Atlantis, he just wanted to teach them a lesson. Of course, mermaids aren't real, and neither is Poseidon. <laughs> so finding Atlantis will help us learn the real story. Finding gold and riches would be amazing, but answering questions that have gone unanswered for thousands of years is equally important. And like I said before, we believe we've located Atlantis. We've been researching for the last five years trying to pinpoint its exact location, and I believe it's right here. Well, right under us. Maybe hundreds of feet below where our boat is floating right now. We used our autonomous submersible yesterday to explore what we believe are the remains of Atlantis, and it sent back some very promising images. But everything was a bit murky, so today I'm going to take the HOV down to see if I can confirm with my own eyes that the city is really here. Hey, I've got an idea. The HOV has seating for three. Do you and your reader friend want to join me? Captain Mel, are you serious? We'd love to join you. As long as the reading bug can come, too. She doesn't take up very much space. <laughs> of course, of course. Didn't mean to exclude you, bug. I suspect a few insects have joined me in the HOV before. In fact, I remember an annoying mosquito buzzing around the cabin on a recent trip. Thanks, Captain. I promise I don't bite, and I'll try not to be annoying. Well, let's get started, then. Follow me, treasure hunters. 
While we've been chatting on the bow of the boat, the crew has been getting the HOV ready to go. Let's walk back to the aft and we can hop in together. What's an HOV, Captain Mel? This is an HOV, Lauren. You mean this yellow submarine? Why do you call it an HOV? <laughs> That's a human-occupied vehicle, Lauren. We call her Henrietta, and she is a submersible, of course. I read in DKI Witness Books, Treasure by Philip Steele, that a submersible is a vehicle that operates underwater like a submarine, but smaller. An autonomous submersible doesn't need a human driver. Instead, it operates by robotics that are included inside the vehicle. That's right. Henrietta is not autonomous. She needs a driver. Now, we just need to climb up the ladder, in through the top, and into our seats in the cockpit here. You can see exactly where we'll be sitting through Henrietta's large front window here. Henrietta seats three. She's a pretty large HOV. And she allows us to dive deep underwater, much deeper and for longer stretches of time than scuba gear would. Let's climb in together. Up the ladder here. I'll go first. Now, carefully drop into the cockpit with me. There you go. Great. Yeah, that's the sound of the crew tightening Henrietta's top so no water gets in once we're under the sea. Now, we just need to wait. The crew will lift us up using the deck crane and gently place us in the ocean. Then our undersea adventure will begin. Look around, reader. There are knobs and dials everywhere in here. That's right. Henrietta may look very pretty, but she's a very advanced and very expensive piece of equipment. Back in their treasure hunting days, my parents didn't have any kind of technology like her. These dials measure everything from depth to oxygen levels to external pressure. There's even a sonar map function to help us see the ocean floor below us. Sonar? Sonar equipment measures the time that it takes for an echo to return from objects that it meets in the water. Then it turns the sound patterns into a computer image so that people on board have a rough picture of what's around the HOV. Here we go! Thank you for the smooth send-off, Jamie. Keep with me on the radio here, and I'll let you know when we spot Atlantis. Will do, Captain. Stay safe down there. Now our adventure really begins. Henrietta will dip under the water, and then I'll be able to drive her further down until we spot Atlantis. Oh, wow. It's so beautiful in the water, isn't it, Raider? There are so many strange and wonderful fish swimming by. I feel like I'm watching a movie as I look out of Henrietta's enormous front window. The window is made out of plexiglass so that it won't break. Unless we get too far underwater, that is. And don't worry, all these dials and beeps will tell us if we're going too deep. So, as you can see, no matter what happens outside our HOV, we're completely safe in here. The ocean floor is quite deep here, so I'm going to head downward quickly. There's enough oxygen in here for about two hours with the three of us here, and I'd like to spend most of that time exploring Atlantis once we slaughter. Here we go! Wow! The kinds of fish are changing as we go down further and further into the ocean depths. You're right, Lauren. The fish that swim close to the ocean surface out here in the middle of the ocean are called pelagic fish, and they include big fish like that tuna over there. Isn't it beautiful? with its silver scales, large eyes, dark blue back, and spiky fins. 
It's more beautiful than beautiful. It's gorgeous. And what's that fish over there? It has a large crescent-shaped tail. The top of its body is silvery gray, and its belly is cream-colored. But the most unusual thing that it has is an extremely long bill that looks like a sword. Right on, Lauren. The bill is why we call that one a swordfish. If you look around, you'll also see some sharks. See, they're the ones with the pointed dorsal fins on top like that one. And sardines, they're the smaller silvery fish. But as we get closer to the bottom of the ocean, we will see less and less of these pelagic fish. And more and more bottom feeders like flounders, sole, and halibut, cod, and rays. Captain Mel, what was that? I'm not sure. Felt like something knocked against Henrietta's side. Or maybe just a current. Jamie? Jamie, are you seeing anything on the cameras? No, Captain. Nothing unusual. Whoa! Whoa? Actually, there is something unusual. But I can't make it out on the camera. Whatever it is, it's big. Maybe more than one. Lauren, reader, reading bug, look out the window and see if you can see anything unusual. There! I saw it too, Captain Mel. Did you read her? A big ghost-like creature in the shadows down here. Look! There's more of them! They're pretty hard to see. They seem to disappear into thin air. Or thin water, that is. I think those are Dumbo octopuses, Lauren. They're called Dumbo because they move by flapping their ear-like fins, just like baby Dumbo the elephant flapped its ears to fly. They have white skin that makes them look like ghosts as they seem to fly through the ocean. Because they live so deep under the ocean, humans almost never get a chance to see Dumbo octopuses. This is a really special opportunity to watch these beautiful creatures of the sea. You're right. Watching them is magical. It's like watching a ghostly ballet as these beautiful creatures dance their way through the ocean depths. They're everywhere. All around the HOV. Watch them, reader. You can see their eight arms. Each one is lined with small round bumps that shimmer like opals as they move up and down, up and down, and then they sway from side to side. Those round bumps are called suckers. Each one is a small suction cup that helps the octopuses move and grasp objects, and also to taste the water. Whoa! That octopus just swam right at us, Captain Mel, and he ran hard into the HOV. What are they doing? I don't know, Lauren. Dumbos are shy, and they like to live alone, and I've never seen them behave like this. Oh! They usually only come together in groups when they're feeding. When I first saw them, I was worried that we might have disturbed them and made them angry. Yikes! Captain Mel, I think you might be right. They're getting closer and closer, bumping the HOE all around. And reader, look, some of them are using their suckers to stick to the window. We can't see out anymore. Don't worry, Lauren. As I said earlier, we are completely safe inside our HOV. The octopuses can't harm us. Whoa. Ouch! Ow. Uh-oh. Uh-oh? That bump was Henrietta hitting the ocean floor. And that was the sound of Henrietta losing power. She must have been damaged by the crash. Losing power? But that means... That's right. We're stuck down here. Henrietta can protect us from the octopuses and other sea creatures, but at some point, we will run out of oxygen if we can't get it moving again. 
And I'm afraid the radio power is shut down too. We can't radio for help. And there go the lights. Reading bug. Reader. It's very, very dark down here. Everyone stay calm. I'm sure the crew will recognize we're in trouble and come to our rescue. We have a lot of equipment on the ship, and when the crew realizes we've lost communication, they'll jump into action. We just need to relax and wait for help. Captain Mel, the octopuses are still attacking Henrietta. Are you sure we're going to be okay down here? Uh, Pretty sure, yeah. But uh, I hope the crew can figure out something soon. Sorry to say, however, I don't think we'll be seeing Atlantis today. We've got to get Henrietta back to the boat and see if we can fix her. Reader, while we wait for the Fortune Hunter crew to start pulling us back to the safety of the ship, I think it might be a good time for us to pause our adventure. I'm not sure I want to stay down here in the dark at the bottom of the ocean for very much longer. Lauren, Reader, did you see that? There was a flash of greenish light out there in front of us. I could see it between the tentacles of the octopuses on Henrietta's window. What do you think that was? Reader, as we wrap up today's adventure, can you think about how or who might be able to get us out of the fix we're in? We're stuck deep below the ocean surface with no power in our HOV, and we're in real danger of running out of oxygen down here. That's right. We need your help, Reader. Any idea what we can do? I'm sure you'll be able to help us with a great idea, because... When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane. Build a house with a giant crane. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can see it through just by being you. Thank you for joining us on our adventure today, Reader. I'm sorry we didn't get to see the lost city of Atlantis, but right now I'm more worried about getting us back to the surface safely. In just a few moments, I'll play some music for us to color to. What part of today's adventure do you think you'll draw? Maybe you can draw how you think we'll be saved from our current situation. Or maybe you can draw us all together in Henrietta with Captain Mel. Whatever illustrations you draw, I'm sure they'll be incredible. And as you wait for part two of our adventure... If you'd like to read more about Atlantis, Treasure Hunters, or the ocean, you can find a list of all the books in the Reading Bugs book bag at thereadingbug.com slash adventures. We'll see you next time, reader. Goodbye. It's a Reading Bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations, too. An enormous thank you to all of our individual sponsors. We couldn't have produced this season's episodes without you. If you're interested in becoming a patron, please visit our page at patreon.com. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe, Brandon, and Caitlin Savage, and by Rob DeCruz. Original music was written and performed by me, Brandon Savage, and Dan Schoen. And mixing and mastery for this episode was by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is our family-owned independent children's bookstore in California. And we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com. 
and our personalized subscription box service at readingbugbox.com. Thank you. Calling all trivia nerds. Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. 